You know, stats constantly reveal that Christians, unfortunately, are not very far behind the rest of society when it comes to infidelity. And I, I just wanted to ask the question, why do you think that's so? And that's because you can intellectually uh, accept Jesus into your life and become a Christian, but that doesn't mean your heart has been healed or your heart has changed. So what's happening in the Christian community, people come into the kingdom, they make a profession of faith, but they haven't done the, the inner work. So in other words, they bring all their emotional baggage into their faith, into their marriage. And if they've never dealt with the healing of the heart, then, then heart issues are going to cause conflict in marriage. And so then you're going to have the very same statistics as the world because people haven't actually changed their heart, even though they believe differently. And also to top or throw into that mix is we are still very involved in the world through media exposure, you know, the TV, movies, internet, um, all of these things expose you to the options and the other side of things. And, and so you think, oh, well, you know, I can always do this if that doesn't work. And, and, and they aren't giving them, they aren't keeping their focus on Jesus and the call to become in covenant relationship with their spouse. They're saying, well, everything in the world is saying, I can have something different. But also, too, if in the Christian communities, no one's talking about personal transformation and healing of the heart, then all you have is a profession of faith and the relationships fall apart. That's so true. I Oh, these are such good points. And I think it's really important that you stress the fact that there's an intellectual commitment or understanding of a relationship with Jesus, but it's not a heart change. And I see this constantly. And it's really scary because it's one thing to have a head knowledge. But when you when it doesn't become something that totally transform every single part of your being, it's so hard to live it out in the way God wants us to, intends us to, and then to have that type of marriage relationship. You're right on the money with that. Um, talking about the, the infidelity again and the types of infidelity, it's interesting to also see that they talk about there's three types of affairs, and we've mentioned the emotional, but there's also the one-night stands and the attachment affairs and sexual addiction, addiction affairs. Is there really any major difference or does it really matter what kind of affair it is as far as how to attempt restoration yeah actually there is uh, because if it's a if it's a single impulsive event uh, that you, you can heal from that much faster than if it's a lifetime of serial infidelity and it becomes just part of their character so yeah there is actually a difference like for example in mental health i know that people who have bipolar disorder if they have a severe elevated mood swing or they come off their medicine, they could have one very impulsive day and do all kinds of things that they later regret. And you can recover from that by getting back on the treatment. And, and so that would be to me an isolated incident that wouldn't be repeated because um, you know, with treatment. But um, so yeah, there really is a difference because some people that if they've, if it's gone for a long time, that's much more difficult to recover from. And if you are used to getting your emotional needs met through through pornography, um, through visiting massage parlors where there's extra activities happening more than massage and 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 this kind of thing, or even um, affairs at work and 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 so on, the emotional attachment in those places is way stronger, and and the spiritual contamination is far more profound. Um, so there is a difference. Yeah. I, I never really thought about that, but that's very interesting. I, th I I never really thought about the fact of the impact sometimes of physical 
problems that could cause this. It's very important to add this into us. Thank you so much for sharing that. I, on another note, I want to talk about the power of forgiveness. You touched on it, and I think it's so important. Talk to me about the amazing power of forgiveness. Well, forgiveness is so key to our to our existence here. You know, you can, um, some people say, well, I, I need to be forgiving my husband all the time for how he doesn't pick his socks up or he doesn't <laughs> do this or, he, you know, the toilet paper roll is never replaced. Yeah, none of this refers to your current husband. No, no, this is not, <laughs> not a current situation. But, but, you know, you hear people saying, well, my, my wife is, is lazy and I have to keep forgiving her for that or whatever. No, that is not a forgiveness issue so much as developing fruit of the spirit in, in terms of a relationship and how you handle simple things. You don't want to make mountains out of molehills in, in, in um, general life. You know, you develop fruit of the spirit. So you have patience for the husband who's not doing what you would like him to do. But that um, husband also needs to develop kindness so he knows his wife would prefer this. And so it becomes a workable situation. But forgiveness is for those times when this is a really big issue. You've hurt me and I really need to, to um, recognize the, the level of hurt, what it's done to me emotionally, and, and then still choose to forgive and allow the love of Jesus to flow through me and, and heal the hurts in, in my heart and, and the wounds in my soul. Now, you may still need to talk to a counselor to help you actually get through the emotional um, side of things. It can be hard to forgive. Yeah, it can be really oh, absolutely. Hard and particularly where there's been betrayal will be even harder because then you have to rebuild that whole trust thing. Yeah. And, and if there's been a, a history of broken trust, then the trust becomes really much more difficult to uh, regain because you've got a, a long history to, to overcome. But also, too, the offender um, needs to be able to forgive themselves because they, they can be just so overwhelmed with guilt and shame uh, that they can't forgive themselves. And they have to realize that Jesus' forgiveness is for them, too. So, yes, the spouse has to forgive, but the offender needs to, to, to realize that he can be forgiven and restored as well. But the it's other thing that you need to throw in there is the apology. Because mm. the person doesn't come in and just say, oh, I'm sorry, and then move on. They need to come in and say, I'm sorry. I recognize that my actions have done this, 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 and this to you. And, and I really regret having made you feel that way. So in other it's words, the, the person making the apology needs to place themselves in the hurt person's place and figure out, that's what I've done. That's what I need to be apologizing for. And it will become way easier for the, for the spouse who was hurt to, to be able to reach that place of forgiveness. So really, you have two people in a marriage, and it's two people who need absolute healing if they're going to have that restoration. Thanks for sharing that. I want to bring back Mike and Mitch. Well, you know, as uh, I'm just listening to what has been being dialogued here, Mitch, you're not married yet. Man, you should be just writing notes like crazy because it's not enough just to say, I'm sorry. Did you pick up on that? Mike, I'm soaking it all in. Every word out of these people's mouths, I'm just, I'm drinking it up. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Grant and Kathy, what you've done is in laying out for us some of these principles, I believe it's giving hope. I want to encourage people to get a copy of your book, Emotionally Free. 
which helps people to unpack some of the inner things that they've been going through so that they can walk in the freedom that God has created them to walk in. And I just want to say this, there is hope for your situation.